Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for September 3rd, 2020. The American Revolution officially came to an end when representatives of the United States, Great Britain, Spain, and France signed the Treaty of Paris on this day in 1783. The signing signified America's status as a free nation, as Britain formally recognized the independence of its 13 former American colonies, and the boundaries of the new republic were agreed upon. Florida, north to the Great Lakes, and the Atlantic coast, west to the Mississippi River. The events leading up to the treaty stretched back to April of 1775 on a common green in Lexington, Massachusetts, when American colonists answered King George III's refusal to grant them political and economic reform with armed revolution. On the 4th of July of 1776, more than a year after the first volleys of the war were fired, the Second Continental Congress officially adopted the Declaration of Independence. Five difficult and bloody years later, in October of 1781, British General Lord Cornwallis surrendered to American and French forces at Yorktown, Virginia, bringing to an end the last major battle of the Revolution. In September of 1782, Benjamin Franklin, along with John Adams and John Jay, began official peace negotiations with the British. The Continental Congress had originally named a five-person committee, including Franklin, Adams, and Jay, along with Thomas Jefferson and Henry Lawrence, to handle the talks. However, both Jefferson and Lawrence missed the sessions. Jefferson had travel delays, and Lawrence had been captured by the British and was being held in the Tower of London. The U.S. delegation, which was distrustful of the French, opted to negotiate separately with the British. During the talks, Franklin demanded that Britain hand over Canada to the United States. This obviously did not come to pass, but America did gain enough new territory south of the Canadian border to double its size. The United States also successfully negotiated for important fishing rights in Canadian waters and agreed, among other things, not to prevent British creditors from attempting to recover debts owed to them. Two months later, the key details had been hammered out, and on the 30th of November of 1782, the United States and Britain signed the preliminary articles of the treaty. The following year, France signed its own preliminary peace agreement with Britain on the 20th of January, followed by the signing of all four nations on this day, September 3rd, 1783. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. <laughs>